This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. What's up, everybody, and welcome into episode 139 of Small Talk. Your host, Steve Cerruti and Michelle Smallman are here with you. What's up to our podcast audience? And as always, hello to our YouTube audience. Steve, you run the YouTube channel. Are people even watching us on YouTube? I have no idea if we're doing these Zooms for no reason. Like, am I showering for a reason is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, we have a steady, loyal crew in there. We usually keep it into the triple digits, which is nice. Uh, The Britney episode was huge, obviously. No no surprise there. Everybody loves Britney. By the way, did she come out with something on Instagram? Did you see that? Where she denied the fact that there were problems? Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the sandwich she tried to recreate. That I didn't see. I'm also interested in, though. <laughs> wow. Maybe more interested in that. So she tried. Oh, God. Stand by. She wanted to recreate this sandwich from, I think, a Schlotsky's Deli that she liked. Okay. And um, the camera work was just superb. I got to tell you. Not great. Was it like middle-aged dad camera work where it's just all over the place, zoom out of place, grainy footage? Okay. It's like a Bigfoot video. Here's the video part of it so you can see. All her videos look like that. For anyone that's that's obviously listening and not watching, yes. uh, very high angle. It's a sepia tone, but it's not really supposed to be a sepia tone. Yeah, yeah. and like a old school feel to it. She's exposed. Is it rude for me to ask why her eyeliner is like that? Am I rude? Here's her chopping up walnuts, which was my favorite part. Mm. Love, wal- love a good walnut. Look at, cho- look at her chopping it with a knife. Wait, has she ever, <laughs> she's never used a knife before. Never. Okay, we need to post this video. I've never seen this is amazing. She's never used a knife before in her life, which isn't actually surprising. She probably hasn't really had to do a lot of cooking herself. So let me read you the caption quickly. I did it, guys, dot, dot, dot. I recreated the meanest sandwich known to mankind. Now, where's my trophy? P.S. I meant pecans, not almonds. I was going to say those didn't look like almonds, but I was just going to go with it. But okay, even better. Love pecans. pecans, But yeah, sure. Pecans. Yeah, pecan. Pecans. Pecans is pretend, too pretentious. Pecan. Pecan. Pecan pie. South. We talked We've done this before. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. So anyway, she clearly is new to the, I don't want to say nut chopping game because I feel like <laughs> that's going to sound <laughs> aggressive, but um, you know what I'm saying? She has not. Do we? I don't know. She has not used a knife in the kitchen. I don't think to chop up nuts because any seasoned vet in the kitchen would know you throw that shit in a food processor. Well, she's also using one hand. You when you're chopping really anything like that, you gotta like do the you know what I'm talking about? Like yeah, it's yeah, like totally. a it's like Double a like a seesaw thing. kind of thing. And she's just totally. using the very tip of the knife and just going boop, boop, and just like <laughs> cutting them very, you know, slightly terrible. But again, she probably hasn't had to cook anything in her life. I just want to circle back on the question that I asked you that you didn't answer. Is it rude for me to ask what's going on with her eyeliner all the time? Why does it look like? Am I missing something? It looks like she just cried. And that's a bummer if she did. You know, it does look like potentially she cried. It's a lot of smudge action. You know what I'm thinking it is? I think she puts it on and then she sleeps in it and does not take it off. And we Last all nice makeup. that you should definitely be washing your face and taking your makeup off. It helps with the anti-aging process. Well, she doesn't look bad. So I guess no, it's working for her, doesn't. but I just, she I didn't know if that was like a thing, if she was trying to make that happen. If I don't remember that being a style other than if you were like Avril Lavigne, but it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, doesn't, doesn't make a ton of sense to me. But anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, we all love Brittany, but you didn't see, I guess she apparently... Also, there was something posted that where I don't know if it was her or her representative saying that the documentaries about her were not correct and that, you know, she's disappointed in people thinking that she doesn't live her own life or something. I don't know. I'd have to think more about it. But I, would, I was surprised you didn't see that because it was like kind of everywhere. Was it her or her dad? I mean, like, well, it was basically her backing her dad. It? It, that's why people were suspicious, I think, because it was people 
not criticizing her dad, which would be like, mm-hmm, well, that's fishy because mm-hmm. he seems like he should be someone who should be criticized. But right, right. I don't know. We're neither here nor there. Or at least question. Okay, well, that's a good segue, Steve, because we're going to do the hater episode, okay? And I think a lot of people like to hate on Britney Spears and they like to hate on her Instagram activity. But we do not. We love Britney. We support Britney. Yep. But there are a lot of things that are mainstream that you and I do not like. And people think that we're haters. We're, you and I get called haters all the time. And everybody has that thing that was really popular or is really popular that everybody else loves and you think it's lame. And so what we're going to do is we've broken it up into categories and we're just going to air it out. We're going to air out the things that we hate this week. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, this is probably where, this is our prime. Like this is our wheelhouse of just yeah. what sucks. That's what we're going to totally. do. Now, here's the thing is there are varying degrees to this. Like not everything I'm, that I'm going to name, I hate. I just don't like it or love it as much as the masses do. Okay. Does that make sense? Some of them I do hate, and I will tell you that. But there are some on here that I just, they're big things, whether it's music or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm sorry. And I don't hate you, but I don't get it. Um, so there are varying degrees of this, but there are definitely plenty of things on here that I'm just like, I hate this. This is terrible. Right. And for those people that may have missed the end of last episode, if we hate this and you love it, this is not a personal nope. attack on you. This is just Do things you. that we hate personally. For years, I did not get the Taylor Swift hype. I thought all Taylor Swift songs sounded the same. I thought every premise was the same. I dated this famous guy. We broke up. It was not my fault. Feel badly for me. Um, but Good then- I, it was a very successful formula, but I just didn't get it and or appreciate it. Then I watched the documentary and I understood the part of the machine that she was caught up into and how maybe it was a for, it was a formulaic image, but that she was told mm-hmm. to play. And then obviously we loved her latest album. We loved folklore. So folklore. I'm, I, I'm getting back on the Taylor thing. Trust me, I raged against the Taylor machine for a long time and took a lot of heat, but I did not, that was not a personal attack towards you or my friend JD or anyone that loved Taylor. It was just my preference. Yeah, the whole point of this is that we are in the minority. People are like, "Why? how do you not like this? And that's the point. But I think we, again, we kind of thrive in, in this arena. So this is what we're going to do. And you know, I got anywhere between like two and six things for each category. So do you want to go through the categories really quick? Yes. Okay. So I'll put, we do this sometimes. I'm going to put the categories on the board and I'm going to let you pick. Okay. Okay. So our categories are as so movies, TV shows, food, music, sports, or miscellaneous. Let's so just, Rudy. let's start with movies. Let's start with movies. I have two there that I feel really strongly about. Um, okay. I don't know about you. We could bounce around. My, I love my miscellaneous. Maybe we'll maybe we'll leave those for last. The sports ones I actually okay. don't really care that much about, but I do think we movies is a big category. People get worked up about movies, so let's start there. Okay, so I'll go first in this category because I did something a little different. I named two movie franchises and two actors, one actor, one actress that I think are overhyped and that I don't really get. Okay. Yeah. So first of all. I think a lot of people really were into Twilight. People loved Twilight and I did not get it. I thought Love it was a good vampire. So dumb. Their skin was sparkling like diamonds. It was a really stupid love story that I did not understand and I did not want to understand. But people were very, very, very into Twilight. A lot of Taylor Swift connections there, by the way. I don't know if you intentionally did that, but you mentioned no. love story. And also Taylor Lautner was someone who Taylor Swift dated and wrote many songs about. So I did not know that. some Easter eggs here for you. Okay, I appreciate that. Never got into Twilight, did not understand it. Also kind of felt like it was 
the people who like twilight also liked 50 shades of gray mm. which i read the first book and was angry because i'll never get that time of my life back <laughs> i was like this is what people are getting so worked up over i don't understand if this guy was not a millionaire and hot in the book everyone would be like he's an abuser we hate him what a creep i mean if this guy was overweight and living in his mom's basement he would be on the news I remember Emma Watson, uh, there was like a rumor who I love her, by the way. Uh, mm -hmm. I think she's great. I'm not like a Harry Potter crazy person, but I like Harry Potter. Uh, she was rumored to be the person, the girl in Fifty Shades of Grey in the movie. And she was so offended by the fact that she was even linked to that. She was like, I would, my fans know me better. I would never be in that movie. And I was like, I respect the hell out of you, Emma. That's why yes, I like Emma. you. Yes, Emma. So Fifty Shades of Grey also in that category. Okay. So this is where I get really shady and a little controversial. Okay actor and actress i need to make it very clear i like these people as individuals <laughs> uh -oh. but i think their movies are so overrated okay which one do you want actor or actress uh go actress first i hate to do this but i think the most no, you don't. i do <laughs> i do i think the most overrated actress ever maybe in the history of Hollywood. ever maybe oh my gosh hollywood okay it's sandra bullock oh I, boy I'm sorry, Sandy. Here's the thing. I think everybody likes Sandy. I think she's well-liked in Hollywood circles. She's just mm -hmm. a regular girl that everyone wants to kiki with. So she became famous. And I think her movies aren't that funny or aren't that interesting. They're so overrated. I don't think she's an amazing actress. <laughs> Miss Congeniality, fine. She didn't even deliver the best line in the movie. It was in the pageant, the girl who says, describe your best date. And she talks about the date in April or in May, whatever it was. <laughs> um, Forgot about also, that. the blind side, ridiculous that she won an Oscar for that. That was she, she won an Oscar for that. I didn't yes, even know that. Actress. Oh, that's that ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm sorry. It's yeah. just because she's a cool person and I think everybody liked her. So love Sandy. Just I don't get it. I don't I don't get the hype around her. I really don't. I don't have the same energy for it as you do, but I think you're right here. I think you're onto something. Uh Miss Congeniality, I remember she just strikes me as 90s kind of girl next dory she was in yeah. speed too right mm -hmm. uh with uh keanu reeves that's that kind of seems like her lane you know and not no disrespect i actually like speed um and speed too uh growing <laughs> up but yeah i could see miss congeniality and then what was the one she was in with ryan reynolds it was like a it was like a rom-com where she was older i remember being like this movie did this movie need to be made probably not but it was so that's a choice uh and again so you're right i think sandy First off, Sandy sounds like a cool name. It's either you're right. like an you're an old grandmother or it's like, oh, it's Sandy. We're going to Sandy's house tonight. Totally. And that actually sounds kind of dope. And she does seem like a really nice person. So again, mm -hmm. again, this is not a personal attack, but I, I think you're on something. There. I kind of agree with you, even though I probably haven't seen as many Sandra Bullock movies as you have. Because they're not that great. That's why you haven't seen. Yeah, them. they're not on my radar. They're not on your radar. OK, so you actually unwittingly had the perfect alley-oop for me there because my actor that I think is so overrated is Ryan Reynolds. Oh no, I love Ryan Reynolds. Oh, so no. I thought Deadpool was funny, but can, hear me out. Just hear me out. Okay. Yeah. No, it's a safe space. This is a safe space. Okay. I think Ryan Reynolds is one of those guys that's not really funny, but the way he delivers everything, oh, like his cadence and his tone makes him seem funny. He kind of does that you know what I mean? I can't really do it. I disagree. It I like mean, the cadence that makes it sound funny, but it's not that funny. I think he and Blake Lively really, really try to be funny on social media. And I just don't know if it actually plays. And I feel like all of his movies, he just has kind of the same cadence and everything. We I, like him. He seems like a great time. I think I would love hanging out with him. Yep. I think he and Blake both seem like a great time. They do. But 
Do I think his movies are that funny? No. And again, I'm expecting a lot of blowback on this one, but I'm just being honest. This is the my hater episode. So I, okay, I really do disagree with you. Not that I think Ryan Reynolds is some great actor who should be nominated for awards, but I almost like him when he's in smaller things. Like Waiting is a great movie. You've Never seen Waiting, it. right? Uh, Waiting it. is one of the best, it's such a great comedy. Uh, Justin Long's in it. It's awesome. And he is the main character and he's hilarious. He's a dick. Um, he has one of my favorite scenes in Harold and Kumar when he's the doctor and he's like, marijuana, but why? I think he has a really great knack for humor and maybe he plays a lot of the sim, a lot of similar characters. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't think of Ryan Reynolds as some great actor. I know what he is. I, I like him for what he is. He's a, he's kind of like a, a movie that you watch on Netflix that you didn't put that much, that you're not invested that much in, but you actually end up kind of liking it at the end. And I can't speak to whether or not his humor is genuine or not, but I, I don't know. He kind of oozes cool to me and he, he like, does everything he does cool. is very effortless, which I think is what every person wants to do. I think his movies are better than Sandra Bullock's movies, period. And, and he's got some range. He's been in uh, definitely maybe is one of is a is one of my favorite rom coms. Okay, I think that just, was what it's called. Um, just listen to me though. Next time you watch, notice notice the cadence. It's all in the delivery. He couldn't even yeah. be saying something that is that funny. It's just the delivery. No, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, maybe he's a one trick pony. That's okay. There are plenty of people like that. Um, Deadpool funny. It's the delivery. You know, Steve Kerr. He shot threes, and now he's you know he's the everybody knows him. He's Steve Kerr. Uh, exactly. So it worked out well for him. He had one. He did one job. He did it well. I would put Ryan Reynolds ahead of, in the pecking order of Sandra Bullock. I thought I think people might actually disagree with that, but I would. So, but I get where you're coming from with that. And I don't think, again, I don't think you're being mean with that. No, I'm just, uh, I just think, you know, take. it is what it is. You, you, you like what you like, you know, it's okay. Um, okay, you're up. I have two movies. First one, I may be even on record with this. I've definitely told many people uh, about this, but it's Titanic. I do not understand that movie. That movie straight up sucks. It's oh too long. God. No. The sound, it's so dramatic. It's so unnecessarily dramatic. And a ship sunk in the middle of no, the No, but they don't even make it about the ship. It's about their love story. And then they can't be together. And then they're, you know, hooking up in this car and it's steam mm -hmm. and there's the hand. Hot, it's hot. so fucking dramatic. Ugh. He's Ugh. drawn yeah, a I, French girl, I don't right? really particularly like, uh, e I like Kate Winslet and I like Leo and I don't like either of them in the movie. Okay. Wow. Uh, and again, I want someone, I want to commission someone like a great director. Like I want Christopher Nolan to remake titanic but make it as just a straight up action movie make titanic like he made dunkirk that's the way i want to see titanic i don't want some love story in the middle of it and then you know draw me like one of your french girls like the whole thing it has 50 shades of gray vibe where i just think it's such a basic biatch movie and i'm like Ugh. and i saw it with my mom which is also probably why it's burnt into my mind of how much i hate this because of the the painting scene but I've just never understood the love for it. And the Celine Dion song, I think that song is funny, ironically. I don't want to listen to that song ever. So Titanic, I'm sorry, it's trash. That's James Cameron, I think, right? Yeah, I was going to say have an amazing director like James Cameron. No, he does like those. Eh, yeah, mm, not, listen, not for me. I, I realize like this would be controversial. On Christopher Nolan doesn't mean that anything he does is great. I mean, you told me Tenet, no one even understands. I won't even see it because no, nobody gets it. I'll own that. I, that's a niche one for me, but I like Same. it. But I'm just saying, or, you know, somebody like the guy who made Sam Mendes, I think the guy who made 1917, have him make it then. I want that to be a full on action movie, not a, a, a sappy love story. I just feel like Titanic, it deserved better than that. You know, the, I don't know. The memory of them deserves better than that. I just think that movie was meh. The other one, I don't think you're going to push back on me on this one. And this is a group of movies, any Fast and Furious movie. Oh my Straight. God. You know, what's funny. That was my honorable mention. Terrible. PTFO. 
never again. I saw one, I think when I was in high school, the first one, I've seen bits and pieces of a few others. I've got friends who are obsessed with them and think they're amazing. Really? You know what I think Fast and Furious movies are? They're made for teenage boys and people with teenage boy temperaments. Like, oh, hot chicks, cars, burnouts, boobs. And it's just none of it. It's not good. And again, I'm going to spin this off a little bit. The Rock. I don't have this on my list, but I'm not hating on The Rock. I just don't understand why everyone thinks The Rock is so great as an actor. He makes a lot of meh movies. Skyscraper, the Jumanji remake. What are we doing? Have you seen Moana? Okay. Yes. But he wasn't really the star of Moana and he was, it was a voice actor. He wasn't actually, you know, physically there. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and have you stop right there because the rock is going to bring the XFL (laughs) back to St. Louis. So we are pro rock here. We'll redact that later. We are pro rock. Okay. He's in these movies and I just like, it's Jason Statham and it's Vin Diesel and it's like Michelle Rodriguez. And it's just not, just not made for me, I guess. I don't know, but I know there's so there's like a hundred of them. So they have to be successful. Somebody's watching these movies. Uh, the people that like the fast and the furious also still drink Red Bull. I was going to say definitely drink monster. They drive a souped up 2004 Subaru with a spoiler on the back, even though they don't go fast. Let me ask you a serious question. Have you ever known anyone that drives a Subaru? Yeah. Ever? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? I, know I don't know that anyone that has ever, ever purchased Sub- a Subaru. There's two Subaru drivers. There are the earthy, crunchy Subaru drivers who buy newer Subarus and hatchbacks and they go up into like Mount Washington hike and stuff. And then there's the people that soup up the older Subarus and take the muffler off and make them unnecessarily loud. The first one I like much better than the second one. Or, yeah, I, or there's think, a third category. It's a mom who drives the Outback and has two car seats in the back. See, when I think of people that like the Fast and the Furious, I think of them having like an old Honda that they soup up. Yep, Honda too. Yep. Uh, yeah, probably with one door that's a different color than the rest of the car for some reason. 100%. That's usually like, why is it gray? But it's got rims and it's got rims and it's got neons, but it has one door that's the wrong color. I, I don't get it. Also, the Fast and the Furious people definitely still have a base in their car. Definitely. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You, I mean, you grew up in that era just as I did. Did any of your oh, friends yeah. have bases? I had two guys who had, who had systems in their cars. It was hysterical. No, but I remember there was one guy in high school that I knew kind of tangentially and he had like a speaker in his trunk yep. essentially. And um, you could hear two it base from like a mile away. Yeah. Completely unnecessary. I remember that when the 50 cent album came out, my buddy, Jeremy, he had a Hyundai Tiburon that he had souped up. The entire back of the car was basically a speaker and he would just blast the 50 cent album. And actually in that point in my life, I thought it was awesome. And I'm looking back, I'm like, mm, that's probably a miss. Yeah. But you know what? At the time, very cool. All right. So Rudy, TV show, food, music, sports, or miscellaneous? Let's go food to change it up. I want to divvy these things up. Let's go food. I've got six things in food. So I can just bang through these real quick if you want. Go. Okay. Cold cut sandwiches. Incredibly overrated. I don't get it. I really don't sub like a sub. Yeah. Now I'm not talking about like a meatball sandwich or like a a buffalo chicken sub, but a ham sandwich or roast beef or something. They're not bad, but it would just be down the list on the pecking order of things that I would want to eat is a sandwich. I don't know. Specifically a cold cut sandwich. I just think they're incredibly overrated. Now, if you do the Italian with all that stuff and soup it up, that's okay. But again, I'd rather eat that meat just by itself, like Tony Soprano style, just straight out mm-hmm. of the bag, than I would have it on a sandwich and put a little, little uh, buffalo mozzarella, maybe a little olive oil. I'd much rather eat it in that setting than I would on a sandwich. I think you're insane for that take. Um, Basically, you, you just want a hot sandwich is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I just don't like cold cut sandwiches. I don't, they're just not my favorite. 
Uh, I knew you would disagree with me on that. All right, let me bang through the rest of these. Bananas, terrible. Hate them. They ruin smoothies, and I hate the texture of them. Terrible. Uh, Trash fruit. Salmon. Don't eat salmon at all. It's bad. I like tuna, not salmon. I don't like the flavor. I don't like that they put artificial coloring in salmon. GTFO. Dunkin' Donuts. Here in the Northeast, there's a Dunkin' Donuts in walking distance from just about every place you could be. You could be dropped anywhere in the Northeast and you'd be in like a half a mile radius of a Dunkin' Donuts. It's pretty wild. Can confirm. As someone who came from the Midwest, I was like, you guys it's really unbelievable. love this. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. And it's it's bad. Mm-hmm. It's just bad. I, I mean, totally the donuts are okay, but they're not great. If you really want a donut, you're not going to go there. You're going to go to like a, nice to a place. local place. Yeah. And if you want coffee, if you really like coffee, you're not going to Dunkin' Donuts either. Dunkin' Donuts is for people that need the caffeine, don't like the taste of coffee, but just drink sugar, milk, water. That's what Dunkin' Donuts is. So that's out, that's out the door. Two left. Cheesecake. I don't want any cheese in my cake ever. Terrible. My entire family, like Italians love cheesecake. I'm the yeah. only, my mom makes one for like every major occasion. And I'm the one sitting it out because I don't like cheesecake. I just don't like it. It's bad. It's gross. I don't like the texture, flavoring, nothing. Uh, and last but not least, this might be the most controversial. IPAs are trash. They're trash. They taste too hoppy. They're very overwhelming. They're very strong too. If you drink one, you're like, what the hell just happened to me? And they're dense. I'd much rather have a sour or a cider or a stout. Um, give me a Guinness any single day of the week. I love Guinness, but IPAs get out of here with that. So I knew I threw a lot at the, a wow. lot at you there. Anything that stood out? Yes, because we actually have one of the same. I only have two things that are overrated here. And one that I wrote was chain coffee places like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. And I literally wrote, you don't like coffee, you like sugar. So at least at Starbucks though, you can get coffee drinks that are decent. Um, no it's not like your mom and Starbucks. pop shop to get a black coffee. They want a caramel macchiato. Mm-hmm. They want a frappuccino. They want you a dessert. Sugar. You don't want coffee. You want a $6 cup of sugar. Yeah. That's the thing too. All those places, if you order like a caramel macchiato or whatever the drink is, they put like nine pumps in automatically. Yeah. You have right. to ask them to put, I, if I ever get a pump, which is very rarely, it's one pump period. Cause if you yeah. do more than one, it's that, it's that fake sugar taste. That's mm-hmm. so gross. I don't understand how people drink that. So I, don't I think Starbucks is better than Dunkin'. I think Dunkin' is just straight trash. I agree with you. Okay. And this one you might disagree with. You know what I think is overrated is chicken salad. People love chicken salad. People crave a chicken salad sandwich. Why don't you just get a spoon and eat mayo straight from the jar? <laughs> I, no you don't, even, you don't even want chicken salad. You just want things mixed in mayo. No lie. I had a chicken salad sandwich for lunch today. <laughs> I'm not even How joking. Mayo was in it. Uh, I got it from Whole Foods. It's a Sonoma chicken salad. It's awesome. It's got walnuts in it. No, it's got, is it walnuts or pecans? One, some nut, grapes, and then yeah, chicken, mayo, celery too. I oh, love that crunch. See, no, see, I like the celery. You need the crunch. You need yeah, that yeah. Uh, texture in there. That's the good thing about the grapes too. But you're right. I do need it heavy with the mayo because mm-hmm. a dry chicken salad is one of the worst things you could possibly <clears throat> eat. And the only way to, to not make it dry is to douse it with mayo. So it's yeah. pretty fat. It's pretty fattening. You just want mayo. And then one other thing that I had put down, we always talk about how In-N-Out is very overrated. Mm. People think that it's great because it's exclusive only to the West Coast. So when they go to the West Coast, they want In-N-Out. I think if we're talking regional food, and again, I get a lot of hate for this, deep dish pizza, totally overrated. Totally agree. It is not pizza. It's like a lasagna type brick. And I'm not saying it doesn't taste good. It's just if you given the option, you would never order that type of pizza. You only do it because you're in Chicago and it's a Chicago type deal. Totally agree. I don't really think I'd ever want it. It's like a pie. It's almost like yeah. a calzone, but it's like an open face calzone in a way, but there's too much sauce. It's heavy. Uh, no, if you're not having New Haven style 
pizza with a very flat crust, then you're doing it wrong. I'm sorry. Okay. Music, TV shows, sports, or miscellaneous. Four left on the board. Let's go music. We'll mix it up. We'll leave TV for later. Okay. I only have two things written down for music. I've got four. You go first. I think U2 is overrated. Every U2 song sounds the same. And I think Backstreet Boys are incredibly overrated. I don't think they have one good song. (laughs) And I think that people only (laughs) like them because they were part of the era of boy bands. But I think every single Backstreet Boys song sucks. You're right on U2. Wouldn't go that far on Backstreet Boys, but I have never understood how Backstreet Boys get lumped into the NSYNC category. They're not even close. If you look at their catalog, just NSYNC banger after banger after banger. Backstreet Boys have two to three songs that are like, all right, yeah, maybe I would listen to that. I'd probably have to have a few drinks with me and feeling the vibe um, and feeling nostalgic. But beyond that, the catalog is ridiculous. Plus the NSYNC members are cooler even too, to this day. You know, who... Who's the most famous bachelor? Is Aaron Carter? Is that, is that his name? Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Know. Yeah. So let me no. tell you something. If we're going pecking order of boy bands, again, hot take, 98 degrees, number two. No, see, that's where you're way wrong. They're Give terrible. Give me one night, una noche. I do. I mean, they could actually sing and they had really good songs. I feel like if you're taking an obscure third boy band, I'd probably go O-Town. Because 98 Degrees, I just, I've never been a Nick Lachey so, guy. Name me, name me one O-Town song. I can't name you one See, right so now. You, <laughs> I can't. I, can I don't know the name, but I know, like, I know it if I, I don't know any 98 Degrees songs either. But I just remember, like, liking O-Town more when I was younger. I feel like, oh, O-Town, like, kind of underrated. They're like the Walmart version of NSYNC. Ew, when we don't shop at Walmart because I hate true. Stan Kroenke. So. That's true. All right, bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, okay. I don't know where you're going to land on some of these. I know we're, we're going to land on one. But uh, first for me, Dave Matthews Band. Trash. Wow, you're talking to a girl in the Midwest that has had so many a lake moments listening to some Dave. Okay, I love Dave. I'm actually kind of upset that you would diss Dave this way. Really? Okay, I didn't think you were a Dave person. Dave guy to me is, he's in cargo shorts and probably an oversized t-shirt. He's drinking way too many Bud Lights. And he really only likes Dave because he gets to go to his concert and get fucked up and get away from his family. That's kind of what I think of when I think of Dave. Uh, Dave, people like the solos. People, yeah, they're like a weird jam band thing. And I just, they're not for me. I don't like the idea that you don't even really like the music, but you just go to the concert to experience Dave. I don't know. That's always telling me that if you're, let's say, six beers in, the sun is setting and the space between comes on, you're not going to vibe to it. Never. Crash. No, zero. I hate it. The reason, I'm also scarred too, because I had a roommate freshman year of college who was an obsessive Dave guy. And I wasn't anti-Dave at that point. I knew I didn't really like him and wouldn't pick him, you know, to put on a playlist or something. Mm -hmm. But I had a roommate that just was Mr. Dave. (laughs) And it was ants marching at like 8 a.m. Can we not do this, dude? Can we not? So he has scarred me sort of for life. And ever since then, I've really, really hated Dave. But I've never been into the music. Not saying he's not talented. Again, I'm not saying these people aren't talented or, or whatever. I just, they're just not for me. The next one, you're probably going to kill me. I, this is going to be the most controversial thing I say on this podcast. Oh, my God. What is uh, that? Maybe the most controversial thing I've ever said on any podcast. Tupac. I don't like him. I know his music is not for me. I know that. But I'd put Biggie on a hundred times before I put Tupac on. Mm -hmm. I'd put so many other rappers on before I put Tupac on. And again, Tupac is one of the most incredibly talented. I'm not denying his talent. He was unbelievably talented. I just don't really love his music. I don't. 
I respect people that do. I'm not going to sit here and trash the guy, but I've never had a Tupac song on any iPod I've ever had. And I would never put a Tupac song on. I just wouldn't. Uh, They're just not for, he's just not for me. So I say that respectfully and I know I'm going to probably get a shit ton of hate for this and maybe I deserve it, but I'm not a Tupac guy. So I think Tupac was ahead of his time. I think lyrically he was superior in so many ways. I think, yes, he talked about getting messed up and hooking up with people and partying. Don't get me wrong, but I think he ventured into spheres that not a lot of people did at the time, but I will give you this. And this is a hot take for me. I think California love sucks. I hate that song. I would kind of agree. I don't even think it's a good song. I liked it in high school when it was new to me. And now I'm like, yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot better rap songs than that. Like party anthem summer songs than California love. You know, I wonder if Tupac was alive and many people think he is what he'd be like now. Like what he hold up, like look at Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z is still relevant, but Jay-Z has evolved. He's not a rapper anymore. Jay-Z is a mogul. He's a businessman. mm -hmm. He's so far beyond what he was then. What would Tupac be now? Probably a similar thing. I think something like Dr. Dre, he'd probably have a bunch of companies where he's making billions of dollars off them, off of his name because he's Tupac. Uh, but I also think it works both ways. Again, utmost respect. I think Kurt Cobain kind of falls into this as well and Nirvana. And I love Nirvana, but I think I am open to the idea that this could be true. Their deaths sort of propelled their popularity as well. I definitely happened yeah. with Kurt Cobain. And that's, again, not taking anything away from Cobain because he... Because it smells like Teen Spirit's a fucking banger and it always will be. Uh, it's probably the best song in the 90s. Um, but I do think that there is some Tupac Biggie stuff there where you go, you know, because of the backstory and how they died, they've been elevated to this other stratosphere, even though they were good. Um, if they just kept making music, would he just be like, nobody puts Jay-Z in that category, in the Tupac category. He's like a mythical creature. People don't even believe he's dead. <laughs> like, it's unbelievable. So I do think that did help his career, unfortunately, even though, I mean, I would assume both of us think that he there isn't some Elvis conspiracy theory I don't think he's with us anymore I don't think he's with us I think that he was larger than life there's no way he could have just laid low for this long yeah he's like hanging out in Costa Rica or something by himself Guatemala he's got his own compound there's too many leaks too many things would get leaked out uh I got two more really quick for you okay ACDC trash 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 they have an opinion one way or the other on ACDC. I think people love ACDC because talking about songs that all sound the same. I mean, all their songs sound the same. They're anthem rock songs. And I've said this, we need to update the anthem rock around the country. Atlanta's doing it pretty well. They've got, they've sort of updated a lot of their things with all their teams, but the anthem rock is stuck in the eighties and nineties. And we got, we got to push it forward. And that mm-hmm. a lot of that is ACDC. Um, and then the second one, I respect the artist in him. I just, it's not really for me, Bob Dylan. Hmm he kind of just talks and plays guitar. He's more of a poet than he is a musician. He's a poet with a guitar and he has some really great lines. There are people that are really, really into Bob Dylan. I just, I don't understand that. You're right. The people that are into Dylan, we talked about this before, uh, I believe last week when we were teasing this episode, some people use artists that they like or TV shows that they like or movies that they like as a personality trait. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people that are w- really super into Dylan use that as a personality trait. Like you just don't get it. It's the words. It's, it's art. It's, it's art. Mm-hmm. It's the poetry. People will throw that at you. Like, because they understand Dylan, it's a positive reflection on them. It just made me think of another one that's similar to that, even though I respect Dylan, the artist, and I, this guy less so Jimmy Buffett do not understand Jimmy Buffett people. Have you been to a show? No. And I don't ever want to. Good time. 
again, it's probably like Dave or it's the experience, but I have to listen to Jimmy Buffett. I could just get drunk on my, by myself and not listen to Jimmy Buffett. Like, why, why do I have to listen to Jimmy Buffett? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah, but Cheeseburger in Paradise hits no, different, okay? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It, doesn't. Right. it just doesn't. But hey, teach their own. Okay, Steve, three things left on the board. TV, miscellaneous, sports. Where do you want to go? Let's go sports. Let's get it off the board. Okay. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? I'll go first because mine are very quick and they're prob- one of them is obvious. Baseball is what it is. Sorry. Jeez, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm trying to be truthful. I don't know. I didn't put friends in the TV one, so I didn't. I feel like I didn't cheat there. But I baseball. I don't know. You know why? Because you think it's boring. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I changed. I did change. I guess it's a person. It's the old. It's not you. It's me. It's not baseball's fault. It's my fault. But at the end of the day, I'm still not watching baseball. So sorry. Oh, um, I tried so hard too. Uh, the second one, this is a weird one. The wave. I don't ever want to do the wave at a, at a sporting event. I'm I don't good. like the wave either. I don't like it. Just, just I'm drunk. Let's just throw our hands up in there. Yay. Oh my God. I don't get it. Not a, not a wave guy. And people get really into it. Uh, can we throw the, the Ric Flair woo into that? Oh, please. Yeah. Uh, the most overused thing. It's not funny. It's not cool. It's not interesting. It's also the most overused gift too. Everybody loves to use the woo gift when they're pumped up about something. It's like, do you even watch wrestling? Like, I don't, anyway, you poser. Know. Okay. Well, the okay. hate was strong there. Anything else? Nope, that's it. I Sports, I just, meh, sports, whatever. Okay, so I have one thing in sports and I have one thing that's connected to sports. So for me, and again, I'll probably get hate for this. I don't understand NASCAR. I don't understand <laughs> why people like NASCAR. I can't get it. It's, amazing that people can drive that fast but they're going in a circle why is that interesting for you to watch it it just does not capture my attention i know that a lot of people love it i know that a lot of people live and die by it but i'm not a car person either i'm not the type of person that gets in someone's car and i'm like wow sick whip oh my god i love it (laughs) give me whatever that engine yeah you know what i mean like i love the car that i have now but i needed to go from a to b and i would like to be comfortable in it i don't really care about speed or any of that stuff so i don't get nascar and i don't get the love for it totally agree although i'm not saying that i'm this person but people would push back on you and say that nascar races are like jimmy buffett concerts or dave concerts where it's just a fucking shit show and everybody's hammered yeah um so there's that aspect to it as well but again i'll just throw a party and, we'll, and we can just get drunk and not have to watch people drive in circles for four hours um are you into, a lot of people are into F1 now because of the, the Netflix show. Are you into F1? I am not. Should I watch the show? No, I didn't watch I either. Like Rosillo is super into F1 now because okay. he watched this. And a lot of people are, because I guess this F1 show on Netflix is really good. And it got people kind of into that sport. And I, F1 is very different from IndyCar, which I didn't really know. I think I'd be more interested in watching F1 than I would be NASCAR, but I'm probably not watching either. I do have to admit that I follow an F1 guy on Instagram only because I saw a picture of him and I thought he was hot. So I followed him. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> not surprising. Well, now I have to, I have to go like, through your, you? that's like when you went through, we went through my, uh, or both of our Instagram follows to see, uh, or Instagram. Yeah. Who we follow to see yeah. who we're following, you know, finding hot people. I feel like there's a couple traps in there. Like it's human. You're human. You look at somebody, it's like, yeah, that person's hot. I'd like, I like to see their pictures, you know, in my scroll and my feed every couple of days. That'll be good. Totally. So I don't, I don't blame you one bit. So maybe I am an F1 girl. You're, yeah, you're just, <laughs> a, you're very, do you know the guy's name? Uh, yeah, yeah, hold on. Is it, there's one really famous guy. His name Who's, is, uh, what's his name? He drives the Mercedes car. Um, Richard, something Hamilton. Oh, Lewis Hamilton. Lewis no, Hamilton. Um, it's, I like this guy, Daniel Ricardo, because he's Italian, Steve, and Australian. Wow, that's a hell of a, 
And I oh, think yeah. he's got the best smile. I just think he seems like such a good time. He looks, like, look at how cool he looks. Yeah, he looks super Australian. Super But Australian. he's Italian. I, I Googled him. But I saw the picture of all the F1 guys in the elevator. Did you see that going around social media? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. like, who's that guy? And you were like, follow? Okay, don't mind if I, I do. Like, oh, <laughs> wow, you're all trapped in the elevator. I'm going to be super hot. Follow. Interesting, okay. And now that I'm following him, he has very good style. And he... Ha- hey, he's Italian. Come on. And you know what he also has? This is so weird. A great neck. He has a thick neck. He has a, ne- a neck like a linebacker. He into KO spikes. That's a very specific reference, but for like the seven of you that get that, it's a good joke. Um, he, he has a Dikeo Spikes neck. I don't mean, I'm just saying he's half Italian. The neck deal, he got the follow from me. I don't I, know what about him, but he seems cool. I might follow him now. Eh? Who knows? <laughs> Actually, I should have told you because I think you might like him. Okay, yeah. my, my other thing, and this is like your take. What was your take that was really controversial? Tupac? Tupac. Okay. Tupac. I was going to say, you're throwing out like five really controversial things. Yeah. You know, I try to, I try to bring the heat every once in a while. Okay. So this is, I've gotten really, really big hate for three things that I've said on radio in my life. None of them really pertaining to sports. When I talked about Taylor Swift, a lot Mm -hmm. of middle-aged dudes were angry. When I ripped friends, also a lot of middle-aged dudes were angry. And I said this one time on the radio, Steve, and I don't know if I've ever received more hate in my life because people felt like it was a personal attack. I think that people who wear sports jerseys as an actual shirt, I don't understand it. I will never understand it. I, yeah. I've said this before. I don't know why as a society, we just accepted that we were going to wear the uniform of other people that they wear to work. And we're going to say, this is cool. I want to dress like Paul Goldschmidt today. If I showed up dressed like a nurse, people would be like, why are you wearing scrubs? If I said, I'm a really big fan of the frontline workers, people would look at me sideways but it's okay for you to dress like Paul Goldschmidt. I don't understand it. So from a societal standpoint, yep. the norms there do not make sense to me. No, you're, listen, logically, all of that makes sense, but sports aren't logical, right? Fandom isn't logical and people look up to these guys, the grown-ass men look up to other grown-ass men. Grown-ass men look up to younger men. <laughs> it's very, it's very strange. It's always a weird transition when you become older than college athletes. Now we're yeah. older than most pro athletes, but totally. remember when you grow up and you're like, oh my God, these, these college athletes, they're so much older. And then you get out of college and you're like, all these kids are younger than me now. This is fucking weird. Imagine being older and getting a jersey of the first round draft pick and he's 20 years younger than you. College jerseys is to me is weirder. Like if you're an old dude and you're wearing an Alabama quarterback jersey, it's like, eh, it's a bit much. Although if, if you're an Alabama dude, you're probably, there's a good chance you're wearing the same polo that all the Alabama fans wear, which is that right. red and white stripe one with the A logo here. And it's just, and you're wearing khaki shorts. That's the, that's the dedicated Alabama fan uniform swoop with right the swoop. Here. Well, that's the younger dude. I don't know if the older dudes have that. They're probably balding at that point, but um, they might still have it though. If they still have it, they, there's a good chance they're doing that, but totally agree with you. Um, although I do like soccer jerseys, so maybe I'm a little bit hypocritical, but NBA football jersey guy, I, football jerseys aren't even nice. It doesn't even look cool. I don't get it at all, but I am a soccer jersey guy. So I'm probably being a hypocrite here. Yeah, you definitely are. But I don't understand that either. I just, I will never Soccer jerseys are like nice t-shirts. That's why they're comfortable t-shirts. They're not like a baseball jersey is, is something that you would never really wear. A basketball uh, jersey is something you would never really wear. Football, you would absolutely never wear a soccer jersey. Like you throw on a messy jersey, it's just like a nice T-shirt. Whatever you want to tell yourself, Steve. <laughs> whatever makes me sleep at night. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever helps you sleep at night. Okay. Um, TV shows, miscellaneous. Go. Let's do TV shows. We'll close it out with miscellaneous. Okay, I only have one TV show, so I'll let you go first. All right, I got three. Well, really two and a half. 
Breaking Bad. I know this is going to be one that people, I respect the show. So I watched the first episode three times over the course of a couple of years to just try, and I could not get into it. I was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about what happens in episode two. So then I finally did. And I got through three seasons. And after three seasons, I was just like, I don't care. I don't not invest really? in the show. So really good I, finale. I, I, I know. And I like Cranston too. I don't know. It just didn't do it for me. Maybe it's a me. It might be a me problem. I, it, I'm not even saying it's not. It very well could be. Now that I'm watching Sopranos too, by the way, it's not even fucking close to Sopranos. No. That show runs, Sopranos runs laps around Breaking Bad. It's, mm-hmm. and I'm not, and I'm two seasons in. So it's not even a, a contest. So the people who put Breaking Bad as the best show of all time, I'm sorry, you're wrong, flat out wrong. It's not even better than Game of Thrones. Um, and even Game of Thrones had a terrible last season. I'll acknowledge that, but it's not mm-hmm. better than Game of Thrones. I just don't like when people put it as the number one or even their top three shows of all time. It's just not. Maybe that's a me problem, but I just, I couldn't get into it. Is that your only one? Uh, no, I got one and a half. Big Bang Theory. I think you're going to agree with me. I don't know who watches that show. Who is the demographic for that show? When they run the ads for that during sporting events on like TBS or TNT or whatever, and they say America's most watched comedy, I'm like, who's watching? By who? Who is watching the Big Bang Theory? I do not know one person that watches that show. Not one. Yeah. And then there's young Sheldon. Who is watching the spinoff show of Big Bang Theory? That's also now super popular. I have no interest in watching this show. And then it got me thinking bigger picture, Michelle, Mm -hmm. cable television in general. Who's watching cable television shows? Now with HBO, Netflix, you've got Amazons in the game, Mm -hmm. Hulu, all making really quality shows that are all good. Cable and cable can't compete with that because they can't be as edgy or cool. I don't even under, is it just old people? But it's not, it can't just be old people. If you are watching The Big Bang Theory or Young Sheldon, please send us a review because it's not that I'm even anti, I just have never seen it. So I don't know who's watching it. But you know what show I do like, but I don't catch it live ever. Sometimes I'll watch it on demand is Blackish. That show is so funny. Okay. Then there's Mixed Ish. There's all the Ish shows. I've never seen any of them, but there's their franchise. It's funny. Modern Family, really good. Modern Family is good. Okay. I'll give you that. Modern- the Office obviously was great too, but it feels like That's we're kind correct. of like, but those are all years ago now. I mean, yeah. what's the what's the new great uh, network television show? I don't is there one? I don't even think there is. I don't know. Uh, not that I. Oh, I guess I've, a lot of people still watch This Is Us. Oh, can't that show is so miserable. Maddie watches that. I don't understand it all. Everyone's always crying, and I should put that yeah. on the list. It's always miserable. Like you can't have a happy moment in the entire show. If you want a good cry, I guess every single episode, go watch This Is Us. But it just seems like a miserable existence watching that show and being a fan. Um, do I have any more? I think that's it. What are yours? Okay, I only have one. So we know the way that we feel both of us about friends. Overrated. Yeah, we didn't put friends on there, obviously, yeah. But I really only have one TV show that I hate on, and I hate on it for good reason. I watched it from start to finish, literally till the end, because you ever hear that saying, Steve, I didn't come this far to come this far? That's Mm -hmm. how I felt with this show. I'm like, I have already logged- You're pot committed. Exactly. I've logged all of these hours watching this show that frankly, I didn't enjoy at all. It was very confusing, but I watched all these seasons. So I finished it till the end. And as soon as it was over, I wanted to throw my television out the window. I'm like, why did I do this to myself? And that show is lost. The worst television show I have ever seen. I had no idea what was going on half the time. Like, What's going on with the Dharma Initiative? We still don't know. There's all these story arcs that are happening at the same time. None of them necessarily connect. And then at the end, I'm waiting for all of these questions that I've had for this entire time to be answered. Why are there these polar bears? I don't know. What's the deal with the numbers? Still don't know. It ends and everyone's like, wow, 
we don't have the answers to the question and that's the brilliance in it. I'm like, no, that's stupid. That's dumb. It is dumb. Okay. I would not disagree with you, but I love Lost. Oh, I loved Lost. Get out of here. And I love, see, and this is very anti me because I'm usually the end has to have a payoff, but yeah. Lost was the one show growing up where in college, we would huddle around our television to watch Lost every Sunday or Monday night. I forget what, what night it was. It was an experience. It was an event. There was always so much crazy ass shit happening that by the end of the show, I kind of had accepted that there was no way they were going to be able to tie this thing together. They had gone too far. The expectations for me were, I'm not going to like the ending. Not to spoil the ending, so I won't. But the ending that they gave was really the only ending they could have provided that made any sense. And it's, it's a cop-out. It was a cop-out. So I get why you say that, but I just, I will say sometimes, Michelle, it's about the journey, not the destination. Okay. And the journey of Lost, I think it outweighed how bad the ending was. No, it was terrible. The journey sucked. I hated the journey. The journey Uh, was like- I, Kate, Jack, I like love both of them. Hot. I did like, like, yeah. Speaking hot. of people I used to follow on Instagram because she was hot, yeah. Oh, you unfollowed? Yeah, there was too much content I wasn't really feeling. We won't get into that any, any further. Oh, but, okay, yeah. okay. Interesting. I'll, I'm not afraid to give an unfollow. It's okay, you know? Not the oh, I unfollow all the time. Yeah, you, know, you got, sometimes you got to clean the feed. That's right. It's your, it's your right. happiness. Exactly. It's my grid here, okay? Wow, I can't believe you liked Lost. I thought it was so stupid. I was so pissed. I get it. I get it. I totally understand. You're not wrong. The journey there was worth the shitty ending, but you know, each is okay. Let's close this out. Miscellaneous go. Okay. I have two that are, I think you're going to love one, the Mona Lisa. <laughs> I love Leonardo da Vinci dude. Who's obviously brilliant. I, you know, yeah. I love history. He right. did a lot of cool ass shit. It's a painting of a woman who maybe watches you when you move mm-hmm. around. I've never understood the big deal with the Mona Lisa. It's not even that good of a painting. It's okay. And it's the most viewed piece of art, I think, in the world, right? Uh, it's in the Louvre, too, I believe, right? Correct. Yep. I, I just, I don't understand the Mona Lisa. I've never understood it. Have you seen it? No, <laughs> no, I don't Okay, care. so I, I have to tell you. What does it hypnotize I, you? I don't, like, I know, well, I don't I know Saruti. I know you're a massive Da Vinci guy. Like, this is a known fact. Definitely. You're a huge Da Vinci guy. Um, when I studied abroad in Italy, we went to Paris and I feel like during that time, I got to go to all the great art museums in Europe. It was amazing. I have never been more underwhelmed by anything as much as I was the Mona Lisa. You walk into oh, this room. Oh, you're on my side. Yes. I'm on your side here. We walk into this room and there's this massive crowd around it, massive. And all these people trying to take pictures of it. You're in the back of the crowd and it's very small. And you get up there and you look at it and you're like, so this is it? Now, comparatively, when I saw the statue of David, that took my breath away. The statue of David is massive and it is so intricate and it looks so lifelike. And you're like, how did Michelangelo do this? How could a human being do something like this? When I saw the Mona Lisa, I was just kind of like, eh. Yeah. And that's like why, shout I, out Leo, but, and that actually, now I feel so vindicated too, because I, I was, yeah. I thought this was, I'm like, what am I missing? Am I missing something? And you're telling me, no, it's small, no. right? Too. Yeah. So not that uh, okay. So that, I'm glad you're on the same page. I'm sure I'll get yeah. some hate on that from the art snobs. Um, art Twitter is going to be super pissed at me. Art Twitter is going to be coming yeah. at you, bud. Yeah. Uh, the next one you're to- you're totally going to agree with me. Disney world for adults oh, yeah. without kids. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like I have to say anymore. I don't understand it. You either get it or you don't. Me telling you that it's weird is not going to solve the problem. So I'll just leave it at that. Disney World, Disneyland as an adult with no kids. I would love to know what therapists think about people that go to Disney without kids. Like, what is it about your childhood that you're trying to capture? There's something there, right? Yeah, because people be like, oh, you could drink around the world. It's like, 
yeah. Or I could just go to Italy and literally drink around the world. <laughs> like, I'm, why would I go to Epcot for that? Okay, cool. And by the way, the drinks aren't that great. I run a half. Yeah, it's right. It's like, like it's like fifteen dollar beer, probably. Right. I would imagine it is, but like. I mean, I went to this Italian restaurant in Epcot that everyone was like, oh, you need to go to this Italian place. It's great. I was like, so this is one step above Olive Garden. It was Ooh, not great. That's that's rough. Uh, yeah, it was so I, expensive. It was but so again, expensive. Michelle, we could do a TED talk on this. And the people that are Disney people, they're just, that's who they are. They're, we're not changing their minds. Okay. But when I got Disney Plus, because uh, Hamilton was on there, I loved revisiting the Disney movies of my youth. It was great. One night I threw on the aristocrats. Amazing. 101 Dalmatians took me back. But let me tell you, I'm not spending thousands of dollars to stand in the sweltering Orlando heat to ride a teacup ride because at one point in time, I loved Alice in Wonderland. Like as an adult, I don't need that. And I feel like there's no happy medium with the Disney people. It's not like let's go and revisit our childhood once. These are people that are obsessive about it. They, like you want to talk about someone that uses it as a personality trait. It's the adult Disney people. It's in their bio. They do conferences. They go there all the time. And again, this is not a personal attack. I just don't understand it. I will never understand it, but you probably don't understand why I do the things that I do. Whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy, but I don't get it. I have the right to think it's weird. Right. Okay. Close it out. Anything else from you? That's it. Those are my two. Okay. Ready? I'm just going to run through these really quickly. The Bachelorette. I love reality TV. I have tried to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette multiple times. It is the most desperate hour of television I have ever seen in my entire life. And this is coming from someone that likes to watch middle-aged women get drunk on the regular and go on vacation. Okay. I love the housewives and I cannot stand the bachelorette. There is no redeeming qualities to that show. None of it is aspirational to me. None of it seems real to me. The drama seems so manufactured. I can't stand it. And I know people are obsessed with it. I cannot stand it. I have really tried fantasy football. I think I'm the only person alive that does not enjoy it. should be sports. Well, it is, it's, it, but it's kind of gambling. So I put it in miscellaneous. It's okay. like an activity. I get it. I tried to do fantasy football once. I fell asleep during the draft. My boyfriend had to do it for me. And then I forgot to set my lineup every single week. And maybe it's a casualty of the job, but I have to worry about so many real teams. I don't have time to worry about a fake team. I just mm-hmm. don't. And I don't want one more thing I have to keep track of. It feels like a chore to me. I'm not obsessed with it, but I do enjoy it. I think as long as you're doing well, if you're doing poorly, then it just sucks. Obviously it's not fun at all. So I'm, I'm kind of in the middle on that. Okay, I have one more that I think you'll, I, I'm kind of nervous to Uh-oh. say this one because I don't know if this is something that you did or not. So sorry, Uh-oh. you did. <laughs> wedding hashtags. Yeah, we did a wedding hashtag. Yeah, I'm ours so was sorry. good though. Ours was, was uh, so ours, let me just say some bad ones first. The happily ever last name uh, is terrible. I'm sorry. Like happily ever Smith. Happily if you're going to do one, be creative. No, uh, ours was mad for Saruti, which is obviously my wife's name is Maddie. She was taking Saruti. People call me Saruti. I felt like that was kind of creative and good. A bad one is really bad. A good one is really good. So I think that there's just a Grand Canyon gap between either you nailing it or you being an embarrassment. But it seems like one of those things that people do because they feel like everybody else is doing it. Don't tell me when you get, don't tell me when you, when, if, and when you get married, you're not going to have a hashtag. You're going to never have a hashtag. Oh, I don't know. Someone's going to make one for you. Someone will do it for you. Why do you need it, Steve? So that you could really find all the pictures from your wedding. Actually, it was kind of helpful. Not going to lie. It was nice. It's, but well, you know, if yours is unique enough. It's so forced. It just feels so forced. No, you're right. It is. It is. But again, 
if you do it creatively, I think it's fine. Just don't do halfway ever Smith or, you know, I don't know, something like that. Something boring. I don't think that I'm going to get married. And if I do, I might just go to the courthouse because the older I get, this whole wedding thing seems like a racket. Let me tell you. It is a little unnecessary. As someone who went through it and is married, yes, it is 100%. Uh, uh, I would have liked it to be smaller. My parents would have probably killed me if I did, did a wedding house thing. Uh, so would Maddie's parents. But, you know, hey, it's our day. Although it really isn't. It's not really your day. It's your it's parents' your day. day. Yeah. It's like your parents' day. Which, yeah. Listen, I know my parents probably have this grand vision of something that they would enjoy. But I know so many people who've gone through the process and the year leading up to it, they're so stressed out and they're miserable. Yeah. And it never is about I didn't let that impact me. I didn't care whatsoever. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. But you probably didn't do all the planning. I didn't do any of the planning. No. But, you know, it becomes this monster that's not even about your love and it's not even about your relationship. Yeah. It's not even about your future or setting the foundation. No, it's you're about right. What kind of chairs are there? It's about the hashtag. It's about what is this going to look like on Instagram? It becomes something so unnecessary. And I've been, listen, I'm a wedding girl. You know this. I'm the best wedding date out there. I love well, going to wedding. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. Self-proclaimed. <laughs> well, well, I mean, we had to, the whole deal was you had to be what the number one draft pick at something. Yeah. And I was wedding day. It's fair. I mean, it's a good time. I have a good time at a wedding. Listen, I know how to get down. I love being at weddings, which is me personally. It seems like a lot of stress and a lot of money. Speaking of hashtags and social media, we want to hear from the Shelleys. We want to hear about the things that you hate because all the things that Steve and I hate, everybody else loves. This is the whole point of this. So we want to know all the Shelleys out there, what are things that you love that other people hate? So you can email us, head to smalltalkpod.com, right, Steve, smalltalkpod.com. Check out the Shell Talk blog from John. I'm sure he's going to have some great submissions of his own. Definitely. You can send us an email there or you can always reach out to us on social media. I'm at M. Smallman on Twitter and Instagram and Sarudi is at? I'm at Sarudi on Twitter and at Steve underscore Sarudi on Instagram. I thought so. I just didn't want to get it wrong. So reach out to us because we're going to read some next week. So we want to hear from you guys. Let us know. Steve's got to bounce. He's going to dinner. So we're going to wrap this up. If you haven't already, please head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, subscribe to it, rate it, and leave a review. We will do two next week since we're not going to do one this week. Steve and I will be back in action then. But until next week, sorry, Sandy. Yeah, sorry, Tupac. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In With Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring after two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability. Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.